0: listeners, warriors. Welcome to your brand new episode of Happy Hamstrings. This is your host of this podcast. My name is Julie Brown. It is Thursday morning, June 9th, 2022. When I last spoke to you, it was actually um, right before my Friday night fiasco. (laughs) So let's just start from there. I had this chair dance class scheduled because in December, it was such, such a huge hit. However, the summer months don't seem to be favoring my fitness business, like, at all sometimes. Sometimes, yes, but with events, um, maybe not so much. So, I had basically my sister show up Friday night. And what's so strange about that is there were a couple registered, and the woman who owns the alpaca farm was very sweet and she participated with us. So I went through the routines that I had for the event. It was really meant to be more of a social, like a wine and social, anyway. So I walked away keeping most of the wine because people had registered. I bought the wine and they didn't come. And the wine was free with tickets. So, whatever um, my sister and I got to have a girls night out, I guess. (laughs) It just seems strange. And I don't, I don't think I've gotten any requests for refunds, but my email has been dumping stuff into spam. That is definitely not spam. And that's very annoying. Um, anyway, and then after the dance party, chair dance party was over, we fed the alpacas on the farm and they're so sweet. They're a little bit, um, slobbery (laughs) they breathe on you and they kind of only have teeth on the bottom row so when they eat out of your hand the alpacas there's no way to describe it they're just (laughs) snorting and like licking your hand kind of um not even really licking your hand it's just that you feel like their mouth I don't know It's, it's they don't bite I'll say that I was kind of afraid they might accidentally bite me But they only have teeth on the bottom, so really, I don't think that they would, or could, if they wanted to. Um, And then after that was over with, um, we packed it up. It's not a big travel for me. Packed it up, went home. Um, And then, knowing that Saturday was Sam Stewart Saturday, and I probably have talked about that on here uh, once a year, the farmer's market has this big hoorah, and it's in honor of the founder of the farmer's market here, and his name was Sam Stewart, and his son was, Sam Stewart's son was there, so Sam Stewart Jr., I guess, and then they had, we had a good sponsorship for the market from Ted's Flooring, and they were there, and they had this t- make your own tuxedo t-shirt contest, Now, if you're from here, you know why, but I'll tell everybody else because I don't think I have a lot of local listeners. Sam Stewart was the owner of a huge tuxedo shop. Now, I don't even know if there still is a Sam Stewart tuxedo shop. I don't think so. I don't think that still exists, but it was a thing for a very long time. In fact, I'm pretty sure that's where I got my husband to rent his tux when we got married (laughs) because it was like the place to rent your tux. Everybody who went to prom, everybody who got married, we all would send our men (laughs) to get our like rental tuxedos from Sam Stewart. All right. I had to take a little intermission. Um, and now we're back. My cat is really all about interrupting this. Anyway, Sam Stewart Saturday is what I was talking about before I took a little break, and the reason they do this is to honor the one man who put a lot of philanthropy into the community, um, not just with the tuxedo shop business, but, you know, hosting the farmer's market. And really, I had no idea how involved he was in the community because I've really kept my distance from things up until the point where I started, like, being employed By the parts and rec departments to do fitness. And even then, I don't really submerge myself into the community like I should. I have been to a couple of community meetings, maybe, maybe like four, not two, maybe like, maybe like three or four meetings, depending on, you know, what it is, town hall meeting, a speak out meeting. Um, There was this women's empowerment group that were pushing for the local politicians to be drug tested. And if Walmart employees have to be drug tested to stock the shelves, they ask a great question, like, why can you just run the city as a councilman without being drug tested? So they were pushing for that. I stood behind that. I don't stand behind. Let me be very clear. I don't think it's fair if someone like, has an occasional usage of marijuana and they can't get a job just bagging groceries because I think you can bag groceries just fine under the influence of that. Now, other things like, see, this is where it gets into a big arguable line is people don't understand that there is a huge opioid crisis in Alabama. So that's different. I'm not speaking to that Yes, we need to nip it in the bud. We need to do all we can. I need to volunteer my time to teach yoga and meditation at these rehab communities and facilities. The thing that's holding me back from doing that is actually the betrayal trauma and just things I've been through with specifically just certain types of men. Like my ex-husband had a little bit of a usage problem. I'm not going to go into what he used. Um, I will say that he wasn't a bad person. We just were meant to go different paths, different ways. Like, he didn't see it that way, and the longer I was with him, the more I did see it that way. And I don't know. I did feel like there was a usage problem anyway. Anyway. Um, I've never used any hallucinogenics or anything like that, but why, why just for the love of God, why can you not work minimum wage, like a minimum wage job doing something very simple like Walmart, which I don't know if Walmart hires at minimum wage, they're probably starting people at $15 an hour now. I don't know. But why is it that the councilmen don't have to demonstrate good health? by submitting to the same kind of test that you would take to go to work at Walmart. So what I'm saying is why is there a higher standard for the stocking of the shelves at the store than the people who are actually running the town? This posed a great question. In fact, I loved the women from the Women's Empowerment Group. I really loved Ridgely. <laughs> Ridgely would question them. She was like, okay, 13 of you are running for mayor of Aniston. I think that's how many there were. It was something absolutely like a ridiculous number between 11 and 13 people. You're all running for mayor of Aniston." She's like, I want to know what will you do if you don't win? Because basically, like, what she was saying is the odds are against you with this many people. She didn't say it like that. But, like, a lot of you are not going to take office. I want to know, as, you know, your speaking platform is what will you do for the community when you don't win? Like, that's my problem with most politicians. It's like, okay, I'll do something, like, if I win. Um When they're in a position of power, you see them doing good things sometimes, (laughs) not all the time. It's not necessarily that they'll do what they say when they're voted in, but I'm not going to start on that. What I loved about Ridgely is that she sent out this email to like every contender and she's like, hey, why don't you tell our women's empowerment group, what will you do for the community if you don't win? And she's like, I'm not saying that who will or who won't. But just to be very clear, I want to know your level of community involvement and what are you going to do for our community, even if you don't win? Like, what are your plans for the future of this community? Now, I have been trying to get involved with the community during a certain period of time in my life. Obviously, I've been staying home for like three years, so I haven't been to any of these community. They did have a community outreach or speak out pretty recently and I'm pretty sure it was right during the time that I was teaching like right in the middle of my class so I couldn't go um I almost like wanted to send somebody like hey will you go and like at least like report back what happened because I don't think they even film these I apologize for the cat don't know what to do about him I've tried everything anyway (laughs) so back to back to full circle Um, there is a huge level of networking in this community that I really don't know that much about because I'm kind of always in my own little bubble. So the Sam Stewart Saturday, um, back to the point, the Sam Stewart Saturday is for honoring the founder of the Aniston Farmers Market. And his, basically his philanthropy towards the community, which they so appreciated. He had a long history, Sam Stewart-supported community. So, hundreds and hundreds of shop, hundreds, several hundreds of shoppers went by and I didn't sell anything, but that's okay. I had a really great time. By the way, this is take five of the second part of this. I've been uh, attacked by my cat. I keep trying to get this without him crying, but he won't stop. Basically, nothing makes him happy. Anyway, sorry for that. And when I'm creating the aprons I stayed up all night to make, that's what I'm hearing outside. And I kind of have to because I had, for some reason, my machine broke two needles and I can't have a cat running around when I'm like exploding sewing needles or cutting craft wire to make spiders or whatever I'm doing. Um, it's just too much. I can't risk my cat getting hurt because he decided to try to eat a needle or something like that. So this is what I hear also when I stay up all night sewing. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> um, anyway, back to the point. Um. I didn't really mind that I didn't sell anything because this wasn't like make or break if I sell a couple of aprons, whatever. I had several items on the table. I sell paintings, leather hair accessories, little beaded spiders. I've got some leather earrings that I made and several lanyards. I kind of just enjoyed the atmosphere, the great weather. It was nice weather. Um, The first thing I did was I set up my table and at the very last minute, by the way, they gave me the very, very, very last spot, which was right up under the speakers of the music. Which was fine, except I had to scoot my table away because I could see my sh- the couple of shoppers I had looking a little uncomfortable as they approached 75 decibels that was like 18 inches away from their head. Anyway, hopefully the farmer's market gets enough funding to eventually put up a little stage, covered stage. That way we can have the acoustics of the musical instruments kind of distribute like a little more evenly. Anyway, so I start off the day with setting up at the last minute. I know that the shoppers don't, they do come at early hours, but that's the ones who are like hardcore making sure they get the pies and the eggs and things that sell quickly. So I set up just right on time. I kind of forgot to put out my pouches first. Um, I don't really sell a lot of leather pouches. I had them, so I put them out. Um, Not a single person bought anything, but I mean, there it is. There's the things for people to see, um, even more interestingly, one of the musicians owns a couple of gyms, he said something about, we're always looking for personal trainers, when he said where, um, unfortunately, it's a little bit of a drive, and personal training sessions don't typically take more than an hour, and I just told him that's too, that's too far, um, I told him to reach out to me for sure, we could do maybe some, like, yoga, yoga workshops, something like that, like events. But I don't see me driving all the way to like Heflin to do a personal training hour session. I just don't think so. Anyway, especially since gas is almost $5 a gallon now, like I'd have to raise my rate considerably. Anyway. So, back to what happened during my farmers market day. I was extremely sleepy first of all because I stayed up till 1 a.m with sewing and cutting out leather, all on my own terms. Like, I know this was my choice. I made it where I was sleepy. I made myself sleepy. I was very determined. I thought, oh, this stuff's going to be, like, of course, I'm not, like, egotistical, but I think my stuff's, like, such badass. Like, somebody's going to see this, you know, this apron with sheet music ruffle trim, and they're, they just can't resist. They're going to get it for somebody who plays music, like a gift um instead I got like are you gonna be here next week or do you have the aprons that are full like top and bottom do you have this do you have can can you be here next week I'm just like I don't know I just said I don't know and then the second person who asked I was like I'm not really motivated to be here next week because it was like I'm about to pack up and I haven't sold anything like no offense but I'm not really motivated to come back um so I may come back next week I may take a week off I don't know um when I got there at seven, well, six fifty five, set up at seven, really doesn't take me that long. Maybe seven oh five. There wasn't that many people there. Um there was a lot of people at the coffee truck. So I wait about fifteen, twenty minutes for the line to go down because I mean folks really stalked that Instagram page for called coffee. <laughs> I waited once the line was gone, I went over there. Actually, it was almost gone. Got into the shoreline, ordered a white chocolate mocha, iced coffee. And then I went over to Rosie's Gourmet. They've got gravy and biscuits and breakfast burritos. So I got me a breakfast burrito and went back to my little booth. Just sat there in my little chair, ate my tiny breakfast, enjoying the little coffee. And when the farmer's market was almost over, and I pretty much resolved, well, I'm not going to sell anything. (laughs) I have been watching this one booth that sells nothing but cut flowers. She's got the most gorgeous floral arrangements. And I maybe buy myself cut flowers once every three years. And I don't know why, but Saturday was the day. (laughs) I got two little bouquets of sunflowers for my kitchen. And I love them. I have this little red vase that was already at home and it's perfect. Um, Just brightens up my kitchen so much to have fresh sunflowers in there. I know that every time I buy cut flowers, I might as well just be taking money and setting it on fire. <laughs> but it was only $10. It wasn't like price gouging or anything like that. Um, usually when I buy flowers, which I haven't done this in a while, I'll do the little thing where it delivers to my mom. Um, I haven't done that since I worked at the warehouse, like ever since the warehouse, like laid me off, which thank God they did because I wanted out of that so bad, so badly. Um, I've been trying really hard to adjust my spending habits. So anyway, I went ahead and splurged and got myself the sunflowers I should have been buying groceries but there wasn't that many to choose from. There was some chicken like a chicken vendor. There was some peaches. My sister came down and bought some pimento cheese from the place that also sells the breakfast burritos, Rosies. So that's what you can expect if you come down there. Um, There's lots of jellies, cakes, breads. There's now a vendor that sells pickled pineapple and pickled lemons. Um, There's one vendor that sells nothing but pork rinds and I don't eat pork rinds really I mean I do but I don't (laughs) I've not I've not bought them that often um just not that's not my thing that's not my taste um but anyway we had this huge cake for the whole community and by the time I got over there (laughs) the cake was all gone like at the end um I talked them into letting me have a little bit of icing off the you know the box has that huge clump of icing where for some reason they don't ever scoop that when they serve it (laughs) why don't they do that? They should scoop that up when they serve it. Um, I said, wow, they they really vultured this cake. I just want like a spoonful of icing. That's the best part. <laughs> so I really did have fun watching the kids, you know, do their thing at the farmer's market, playing around and painting shirts. Uh, the assistant farmer's market, fa- the assistant farmer's market manager, Daryl is very fun. He allowed the kids to paint the tuxedo right directly on his farmer's market shirt. <laughs> just for fun. They were, they were hilarious. Um, anyway, they paraded around with their shirts, putting on the Ritz, and the donations from the sponsors allowed them to give gifts to the best t-shirt for the contest. They had a little kids division, and then like the teenagers division, so they separated them by age groups. Um, so it was kind of funny back to back, like, having the chair event that I thought was going to be so big like in December I had 20 people and even more begging to come booked usually booked out event right and then I had my sister showed (laughs) and then I go to farmer's market after staying up all night making merch and like I sell nothing but you know I'm like okay don't take it personally it's just that most people who have come here are regulars they've already all seen your spiders or they've already bought a spider over the past three years or something, it's just not, it's not for me anymore, maybe, like, I love to set up there, um, doing this tabling events, but, eh, I don't know, like, I've either got to make a bunch more new stuff, or whatever, anyway, uh, I started looking over on my schedule, I had that doctor's appointment Thursday, and that was kind of consuming my mind, And I have quit teaching yoga Thursday mornings. And I did exactly what I didn't want to do. I scheduled so many events that my donation-based yin yoga, it totally slipped my mind. I was supposed to do that last Thursday. Now, no one donated. I had a little place online set up where you could donate. And as far as I know, no one reached out. Now, I noticed that the website did have some activity on that page. Like people were thinking about giving me $8.00. But the way my website looks is like they got to the checkout and they were like, $8. I'm about to give $8 and nobody, nobody actually checked out. Um, And so I think what would have happened, and I could be wrong there. If I, if you showed up, if you showed up for this class and I wasn't there, I apologize. My donation based Yin Yoga Thursday escaped my mind because I have so many other things that I'm doing and trying to, well, just so many schedule conflicts, and there was nothing conflicting. I was just worried about the doctor's appointment. I'm just going to be straight with you. I, it's not that I didn't have time before my doctor's appointment. I was just very concerned about what the doctor might say, and I don't really like what they said, <laughs> and so when I realized that um, I just totally forgot about that yin yoga that was donation-based, I kind of felt bad, but at the same time, Part of me was, like, thinking that if I went out there, no one would have shown. Because I've done that so many times, like, donation-based, donation-based, donation-based. And then when I show up, nobody comes. So, I didn't share it out heavily. Thank God that I didn't promote it. Um, I don't even remember sharing it. I just know there was activity on my website. Possibly spam bots. I don't know. Um... But no one reached out to me asking about it. So hopefully nobody showed up for the event that I planned, put on my website, created, and then didn't attend. (laughs) Um, And then no one reached out to me like, hey, I went to the park and couldn't find you. I didn't get any kind of message like that. So the more experienced side of me knows that I shouldn't worry about this. It's all in the past. If I had gone out there, it's possible that it would have been just like me sitting there waiting for nobody to come and practice with me, uh, which would have been fine. It's just I feel like I'm so obsessed with keeping up with my obligations that I can't believe I let this escape me because of my worry for the doctor visit. Anyway, more on the whole doctor thing later because I'm waiting on the specialist to call me and make an appointment. Kind of makes me want to go to the beach. That's, I don't know why, but the, instead of being obsessed with all that, I just, all I can think about is how badly I want to go to the beach. (laughs) Like that's totally backwards, right? You should think, oh, I should stay home. Like, no, I just kind of want to go to the beach. Um, anyway, (laughs) back, see, I'm getting off track again. It's, I haven't had my breakfast. I um, packed up my farmer's market stuff and I went home. I really spent the weekend just kind of relaxing and just enjoying life. Um, the numbers this week have been up and down. I had a lot of people in my Monday night wa- water aerobics and I only had a couple of people at one of my I have some morning yoga classes. So at one location I had like two people show up and then at the other location it was like six and then seven and then eight. So thank you all who come out and support my class. I couldn't continue to do this if folks didn't show up. So thank you for showing up so I can reimburse myself for the gas and all these expenses. Speaking of business expenses, I just had my package arrive here. Um, new business cards came finally. Um, I got my 300 hour designation last year and I've been putting it off and putting it off because I I don't do this for the money, but I'm trying to make a balance where I don't spend more on my business than I make, which with this business, it's extremely hard. And Susan Sullivan, my friend had warned me like, You'll never make huge amounts of money doing this. Probably not. I mean, unless you get some kind of... It's like winning the lottery type of job that makes you make lots of fitness money, right? Or you just spend so much money marketing yourself that, you know, you have to basically have a whole team. Um, Anyway, (laughs) I ordered some new business cards and some mugs, like coffee mugs with my website logo. Um, kind of debating on whether if I should sell these or make it like the first this number of people you know just first maybe three people who sign up for my Shaco Springs retreat the first three people get a coffee mug like as a bonus treat but then I thought maybe I should just I don't know should I do that I don't know um then I then I feel like I'm sort of like if 30 people sign up and only three get mugs, I don't know. That seems, I mean, I know it's fair, technically fair, but what if, what if the third person who signs up, like signs up four people? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I'm going to, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do it with signups. I think I'm just going to sell the mugs straight up or use them some sort of marketing way if I can't sell them. Anyway, I got new mugs to, either sell or give away for marketing purposes. And I got my new business cards. Um, They're pretty much the exact same thing. I've taken off my Patreon website because I don't even, that wasn't working uh, for me because I was putting time into videos. And then, I don't know, I shouldn't have been looking at the numbers, but they weren't really getting any hits. And Patreon took such a huge chunk from me. And every time I post like something, you know, I get to where I don't even want to post because I get these messages. Like, I'm just going to use one person as an example. Now, imagine the one person on your list of friends. <laughs> Let's just not even say we all have social media. We all know somebody who has to have every little thing explained to them in great detail. Every little Thing and then you can tell by the way that they articulate things that they're not like probably they are probably salt of the earth type people, but they're probably not like having thought provoking thoughts and basically will reach out to me with a long, long message. And what I gather from it is. Train me and my family for free. Like they want to tell me all their information, what their goals are, more details, more details. Can you give us some advice? Um, I don't train for free on social media. I charge $50 an hour per person. And so basically I say back... It's $50 per hour per person, prepaid only. If you would like to purchase sessions, let me know. And then all I got back was, okay. So basically people think, (laughs) this is like when I was sitting there waiting to see the doctor. Okay. There was a sign on the door and it said, please do not reach out to Dr. So-and-so on any social media platforms. Dr. So-and-so does not do medical treatments through any form of social media, but we will be happy to make you an appointment. See, this is exactly what I need to post. Like, Julie Brown does not do personal trainings through social media, private messaging. Please do not reach out to Julie and try to get uh, the description of what your session might look like from me in a message because I don't do personal training sessions through social media messenger. However, I would be happy to invoice you for $50 per hour per person. So let me know how many sessions you want to purchase. So really, it's all about maintaining professionalism while being hyper aware that people don't respect your career path. Um, And they might not even be disrespecting it on purpose. They just don't know any better. It's like, um, Almost like if a child saw an artist and was like, hey, can I have that painting for free? Because they just ran up on the street and saw like this big, intricate painting. And that's how some kids are. They're just like, can I keep it? And they'll just grab it and run off. <laughs> and then the mother tries to have like a um, a conversation like, now, what did we explain? Remember when we talked about all this, so they're trying to have like a a grown-up conversation with like a three-year-old anyway so um, basically it's frustrating to be a personal trainer right now (laughs) it's really hard for me to make time for myself and my own personal workouts however I did make some time to go to the hot tub the other day and when the hot tub closed I forgot the summer hours means hot tub closes like all afternoon Uh, just enjoyed the outdoor sunshine for just a little bit we have this gorgeous pool where I work actually I have access now to four pools (laughs) four different pools to choose from Um, and I really think this one's my favorite they've got little inflatables and they can turn on a little tiny sprinkler and we've got a little hoop shot where you can play basketball little floating basketballs just so much to do in that tiny little pool little umbrellas and loungers which is mostly what I did honestly I didn't actually go swimming I went floating (laughs) I floated on the little inflatable and I laid under the umbrella and I just took a whole like day after I finished teaching yoga to just do what I wanted and that was before I taught water aerobics so technically I should say midday Last night, I canceled water aerobics because a thunderstorm was coming, and maybe prematurely because I think the thunderstorms rolled in later, like I probably could have had class. I didn't want to risk trying to roll my speaker out when it was raining, though, because I really need that speaker. Tonight, I'm doing a donation-based water aerobics class. I'm offering up for the community to just come and just donate what they can. I realize not everybody can donate like a large amount of money but just to try to start this off on a donation basis and help them to understand like I do have goals of helping your fitness and just show support where you can like I realize everybody's in a tough situation right now almost everybody's in a tough situation right now um I just want to do this for the community and see how it goes. So I'm following Michelle Young's advice. My yoga teacher said do more donation based. Um, I'm trying it with water aerobics because I don't know. I totally forgot about the yin in the park because not a single person reached out, said anything, donated, anything. Um, Hopefully if I schedule another one in the park, I'll remember to put an alert in my phone when it's not a recurring class. I need to do that every time. And... Also, I didn't have it in my website schedule, which is for some reason it was in my store and I forgot to put it on my website scheduling, which kind of helps me with staying in line (laughs) when I put it there. But of course, I have all these other things that I do, which are not on my website. Um, That's how my sister keeps up with me, by the way. She just looks at my website and it's sort of funny because... Um, she asked if one of my other friends had their schedule on their website. And I'm like, no, because they do like 5 million things that are nothing to do with anything on her website. So you can't always know someone's schedule, <laughs> right? You can't know what I've got going on today. I'm playing. Turnip boy commits tax uh, tax evasion. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to spend some time today doing nothing and not worrying about the things I need to do, and I'm just going to spend maybe an hour playing a game called Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. (laughs) It's a very cheesy game. Um, no guilt feelings, by the way, after spending so many years unloading trucks and doing everything I've done. I don't have any guilt feelings about taking some time for myself. I totally deserve it. Um, but I'm looking forward to tonight. I can't wait to come back on here and like let all of you listeners know how it went doing the donation based. I did something really smart with this class instead of promoting it. Cause I mean, I'm doing it for free pretty much. You don't have to donate. Um I found there's this group, uh, called What's Happening in the City. And I went to this group and they have probably twenty something thousand like members in this you know it's like a what's happening in the community posted it up there after the community center shared that was the best thing i could have done for this event because it's generated a lot of interest um i think it's going to go great because a lot of a lot of people are excited they're tagging their friends in this post it's like hey you don't have to be a member you can just come out and just do the class. Like, you don't have to do anything. Just come work out. Let's let's get fit. Like, let's get fit together, community. That is what it's about. I still need to add at least a couple more songs to my playlist. <laughs> I'm gonna go over some of my playlists now. All right. Um let me just find it. Hang on. I have about a million playlists, probably. <laughs> That's what it feels like. All right. So the warm-up is Pretty Girls by Britney Spears with, um, oh, what's her name? Iggy? Iggy Azalea? By the way, this isn't like music that I typically listen to, um, in my downtime. (laughs) This is stuff I use for fitness. (laughs) Pretty Girls by Britney Spears. Um, clean version of Astronaut in the Ocean by Mast Wolf as the second warm up. The third song I can't pronounce. It's A Cos des Garçons by Yeli Y E L L E. I have no idea what this song is saying. It's hundred percent of it's in Turkish. Uh Me Too by Megan Trainor, the clean the clean version. BTS Might Drop Clean remix. Just Dance by Lady Gaga, and for the sidekicks and jumping jacks, I've got this song called Freaks by Timmy Trumpet and Savage, and I don't know if I'm gonna leave this one in. I've got Demi Lovato, Neon Lights in this playlist, a little calypso from Harry Belafonte with the zombie jamboree. I've got a bass remix of the Nutcracker for some ballet moves. Um, May change this one out. There's a song called Wasteland by Jay Wara. That's really great for spinning. Not as great for aqua. Make Way for the King. Uh, That's another one I find interchangeable. May or may not use that one tonight. Definitely going to use this one. It's a song called Chihuahua by DJ Bobo. I have a routine I've made for that, which I really enjoy, with lots of little twists. And by twist, I mean waistline twists. Nicki Minaj starships the clean version. Um, Then I got this song called Belly Dancer. And as some of you may or may not know, I also teach belly dance. Um, techno remix of Aretha Franklin's Respect. And my cool down for this routine is Sailing by Christopher Cross. Now I may add some more, like more songs into this. I may take a couple out. Um, There's no buoys as far as I know, like little foam buoys. However, if this program goes well, maybe they could find it in their hearts next year to take part of the money that I make them and invest in little aqua fitness buoys. Now I don't know if they have storage space for all that, but it would be kind of cool to have. Who knows. <laughs> I think it's going to be fun either way. Because you don't have to have buoys to do water fitness. You can just use the buoyancy of the water. I find it funny that one lady was wanting to um, get little buoys that went around her ankles and wrists for more intensity. Came to one. She, she went on like she stopped class to talk about it. She stopped me and everything that we were doing. Attended one class by the way like ever with me now I don't know she may have attended other classes and than that facility but just like interrupts everyone to talk about how they want to buy things to make it more intense stops everything we're doing for their one class <laughs> um, this is something that Michelle went over in one of her videos the um types of behavior that you sometimes need to address in class And knowing the difference between approval-seeking behavior versus attention-seeking behavior. And sometimes, like, they may not even think about that they're interrupting. Um, And sometimes I'll just say, hey, like, if they continue to to stop me before starting, I'll say, hey, it's already, like, 8.05. I like to start on time. We'll just talk about this after. You know, like, I hate to interrupt you or hate to stop you here, but it is 8.05 or like if the class starts at 10, I'll be like, hey, it's already 10.02. So let's go ahead and get started so we can get started on time. And then we can like continue our discussions later. But I'm always trying to be like, if you've got questions, let me know. um, After class, you can always just ask away if you've got anything that's coming up for you. All right. So I've also got this new I don't want to call it a job offer. There's a business that I've been kind of working with, and she wants me to help her with her website and her marketing. And she says she'll pay me. So yay for that. I've got another way to make more money. The thing is, she's just as busy as I am probably busier. Her grandkids are flying in this week. So Just going to wait and see what happens and use the extra cash, tuck it away. Uh, I'm going to need a lot of cash when the Shaco Springs uh, comes right into closing. Hopefully, hopefully selling enough tickets for the adventure camp to cover the bill that I will incur. Um, This is another thing that's just like, it's not resting heavy on my mind. I feel confident about it, especially when I look around at what other retreats do cost. And what I'm charging, I feel super confident about what I'm doing um, because I'm keeping it very affordable for all the activities, the three meals. It's all going to be like very affordable. Um, so look forward to when I come back, I can explain what happened with the donation based water aerobics because it's getting a lot of interest. I think even the director of the program is kind of wanted to try it out and see how it goes. So I look forward to sharing that with you. If you have any questions, I won't do personal training through this podcast, by the way. But if you have any like general questions about fitness, just let me know. Um, I'm here for you. You can use Anchor and send me a voice message directly. And you can also use my website, com and find how to contact me on the About Me page. That's Y-O-G-I julz.com. Thanks for being here and sharing time with me so I can tell you about my journey. Have a great day. Be happy, be healed, be free, and we accept peacefulness is our true nature. Namaste.